episode four of Empower Central. I am Kristen Peroni, your host. We are the podcast for parents, teachers, and youth workers exploring topics that will empower you as you guide and impact the next generation. Today we're talking about a subject that is very common in conversation among parents of young children, parents of middle schoolers, parents of even high school and college kids, and that topic is anxiety. I am here today with Val Hubbard, our school counselor. Val, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you for having me. Val, is it accurate to say that everyone experiences anxiety? It is. We just all experience it differently. We respond to it differently. So oftentimes if you see someone who appears to be nervous Mm -hmm. or somebody who's shut down and their nonverbals tell you that they're really nervous, you would assume that they have anxiety. But also those that might appear calm and collective inside might be bubbling up with anxiety and just trying to present that they're cool and calm. We all experience it. So as adults, what should we do? What are some practical things to, to engage children who we think might be anxious or we suspect might be struggling? So the most important thing is to let them own their truth. If your child tells you they're nervous about playing on the playground, a new game or a game they've been in and they failed in front of friends, mm-hmm. the response to say, just get out there and try it again, is not enough. Though we do want to encourage them to try again, ultimately, we want to first sit in what they felt. What exactly happened? Because it might not be that they're just nervous about their performance. It could be that someone said something Mm -hmm. um, and it's stuck in their heads and so they can't get past it. It could be there could be a pattern there that there have been other situations with that same person. So it could lead you down a whole nother path. If you just focus on the experience itself, you might lose the ability to really connect with what they're really going through. So it's very important to sit in their anxiety with them and find out the source of it, the true source, which might not be the thing they're presenting with. After you sit in that anxiety, reflecting to them that you see that as real, reflecting mm-hmm. to them that it's a real thing. If you feel this way, it is valid. That takes down the intensity of the anxiety because they feel validated. Mm-hmm. They feel understood. And so then it gives them permission to think through what they can do about it. Without that permission, they can feel like they're failing you. They can feel like they're weak. And then that actually grows the anxiety, becomes stronger. And Mm -hmm. so we don't have a solution to the problem. And now we have a new trigger for anxiety. So it's just important to sit in their truth with them, make them comfortable in that space, process how they feel about it with them, and start to think together about what they can do to face it the next time they're in a similar situation. So from taking their present circumstances or the things that they went through that morning at school and then develop a plan Mm -hmm. and just a very simple conversation that, hey, the next time you're in this situation, the next time you face that person, the next time you get at this trigger because Mm -hmm. you don't like math and it's time for a math test again. These are some steps that you could take. Absolutely. Okay. That's really hard to do. Mm -hmm. I think as a parent, it's hard to see your child struggle. I remember a book that I was reading years ago on being emotionally intelligent and raising emotionally intelligent kids. Mm -hmm. And I had to stare face to face with the truth that, oh my goodness, in my parenting, I am a dismisser because I'm always looking on the bright side. 
what does that do to my son and daughter when I'm kind of dismissing away what they're feeling? Sitting in the tension is so hard to do. It is, and it's hard for all of us, which is the really great part about this lesson because that's what life is about, right? Mm -hmm. We we find ourselves in situations that we've never seen ourselves in before. Mm -hmm. And our children need to be equipped to know that it's okay to not know, but Mm -hmm. to pause and think of what can I do in this moment? And if we can't model for them what it means to not have the answers, they're gonna feel like they're failing if they can't come up with the answers. So if they know that it's okay to not know, mm-hmm. they can figure out what they need to figure out to know. So it gives them permission to just not have the answer, to be uncomfortable, to figure out who do I go to in this situation? Cause I don't mm-hmm. feel comfortable. I don't have the answer. I don't know what to say. Mm-hmm. It gives them the tools they need to know how to advocate for themselves. These are some things that we should do with our kids. What are some things that we definitely should not do with our students or with our children? Well, one of the main things that you should not do is try to solve the problem for them. So it teaches them the journey of problem solving versus just giving them an answer to one situation. So allowing them to be a part of that process and being able to model not knowing yourself, showing them when you say, when you're able to say, you know what? This is a really difficult situation and we've tried a couple things and it doesn't seem to be working. Who do you think we can go to now? And that might mean involving the school counselor. It might be chatting with your pastor. It shows them again that they, it, there's freedom in not having the answers. Like mm-hmm. to figure out, to acknowledge that you don't have the answer gives you the space to determine who, who you should go to to get the answer. And to sense? actually involve your child or your student in that, in that conversation, process. Yes. that process. Absolutely. Val, I know that you're a woman that studies God's Word. What are some scriptures and some passages that you pull from as you counsel kids here at Central Christian School that maybe moms or dads or teachers at other schools can use? Well, there are many. And one of the things I love to do with with our students is to go into stories. So there are a couple scriptures that I, I do try to equip them with just to go to in their quiet time and have written on their hearts to pull up when they're feeling anxious, especially when it comes to tests or certain things that we know are impending. But I really like to to equip them with stories. And one of my favorite ones is just the story of Moses. He started at that burning bush Hmm. in front of a miracle that was very obviously God. It's a burning bush and it's speaking. It's God, right? Mm -hmm. You're in awe of his presence and what he's doing. But still inside, Moses questioned, Lord, you're calling me to do this? You don't want me. I'm not good enough. Mm -hmm. So standing in the presence of a miracle and the power of God, knowing that God can use us to do anything, God had chosen him, he was still very anxious. He didn't want to fail God. He didn't want to put himself in a situation where he could fail himself. Mm -hmm. And he really begged God to send his brother, who was much better and more eloquent in his eyes and would be a better face for God's purpose. And so when I look at Moses and when I talk about him with children, I try to let them sit in that space. And I think, and I say with them, we think through and process through, how would you feel in that situation? How have you found situations in your life where you were called to do something that you were really nervous about? And how did you respond? And it gives them a moment to see themselves in scripture, which is so important Mm -hmm. for all of us to see God's intention in his word. He could have just written the outcome of that story. He did not have to take us through all of the struggles that Moses experienced in his heart um, as he walked through God's purpose and sometimes imperfectly, which was God's will for us to see that it's in our weakness that his strength is made known. So 
God did many things with him, but he really never gained an ultimate confidence just in God's call for him. He struggled all the way through. And the message in that was that God is with us, period. So when he calls us into something, he calls us through it, but with him. I think just God's heart and his intention in the way he wrote his word in the story of Job, just so many different stories. We're in our struggle and in our doubt, self-doubt, and even our doubt of God and his Did you make the right choice, God? Did you really mean me and not him or her? Mm -hmm. He is so intentional about the way he pursues us through his word. So I love to work with the students where they're sitting right now today with whatever anxiety they're facing. For them to see themselves in scripture is very empowering. Of course, one of my favorite scriptures just to equip them with is Philippians 4, 6-7, which says, Be anxious for nothing. But in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. My favorite part about that scripture is not the obvious peace. It's when it says with thanksgiving. That mm-hmm. always jumps out to me mm-hmm. because God is saying when you approach me with this thing that is worrying you and has you anxious. And I know you will have those things because otherwise I wouldn't tell you what to do with them. Do it with thanksgiving because I'm there and I've given you the portal to communicate with the one who, who knows everything, who knows exactly what you're going to walk through, already know the outcome. So already have Thanksgiving in your heart because it's done. Right. It's done. So you can just have a sense of, man, this is hard. But God is with me. He went before me. and He's going to go after me. So just equipping them with God's heart for saying, you can approach me in anxiety with Thanksgiving in your heart, knowing I'm already sitting in this with you. I'm right here. Val, that's amazing. And I know that our listeners are sitting here not just thinking of their own sons and daughters or their own students, but they're thinking about themselves. Mm -hmm. Because as adults, that's something that we need to hear as well. It's not just about empowering our children to remember, yes, that God is with us, but how often do we pray and ask God to be with us when He's already promised in His Word in Isaiah that He will never, ever leave us? Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for allowing us to to dialogue about something that is on the hearts and minds of many adults as they face the kids in their lives, as they know they can't fix their problems, Mm -hmm. but they definitely want to walk through those problems with their kids. Thank you. Thank you so much. And listeners, thank you for being with us. We will have an article on anxiety that Val Hubbard has written in the notes portion of the podcast today. Tune in again as we seek to empower and equip you as you guide and lead the next generation.